What's up, everybody? Welcome to the off road or split line off road podcast. This week, as always, with me, Brandon Whitehair, and I'm Rodney Cooper. What's up, guys? How's it going? So, what's up, guys? Uh, back for our third episode ever. Uh, we're excited to get started. Um, had a pretty awesome weekend this weekend of racing. Uh, we got to watch some pro motocross, some pro um, ATV motocross, and we got to, we get to talk about the upcoming GNCC. Uh, this weekend, Brandon also went to the Fast Tracks team hair or uh, team race this weekend, the GP race, and uh, we'll hear about that. Um, what's going on, Brandon? Not much, man. Just uh, getting through the week. Uh, how about you? Oh, uh, you know the work week. Starting to get some nice fall days in, and uh, you know, gotta love riding when it's not uh, 100 degrees out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw this at you. I'm just thinking on the way here. I was like, what if every golf course was a motocross track? How would how would, how crazy would life be you if know? you could ride on the motor on a golf course? <laughs> just think, every golf course you pass would be a motocross track. It's just like so like. I mean, just, and yeah, like, like, have you ever rode on a, a golf course? Well, I'm not saying, you know, <laughs> I think, I think one time me and you kind of, me you and Craig maybe snuck on the one. We got <laughs> close to one. We did not tear up any greens or anything like that. <laughs> we may have had a, had a few golf balls hit us at that, <laughs> hit at us that day. <laughs> so, uh, what happened this past weekend with you? Uh, Went to Fast Tracks Team GP. Uh, it was a great day. Uh, weather was great. Um, track was awesome. Uh, me and my buddy Danny Welch, Dan the Man, uh, teamed up and went and did a buddy race just for a fun day of riding. Um, went pretty smooth. There was a lot of people there. We ended up running a buddy class. Uh, a lot of fast guys in that class. Um, but we just went and enjoyed ourselves and, and, and just had a fun day of riding. That's awesome. Was the track nice and groomed like chocolate cake? <laughs> uh, at first, and then it uh, it looked like someone took a fork through it all with all this <laughs> rut. <laughs> uh, it, it was pretty fun. Uh, we ended up taking, I think, 20th out of 35. Uh, and, uh, it wasn't bad, though. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of fast. I think the guy, the top three guys that won our class like, took the top three overall. So. Oh, really? Yeah, and Thad Duvall was there. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, they beat you know did you show him how a husky should be rode you know, was he was he out there taking notes when hey, he saw you out there <laughs> listen i tell you what uh he never passed me so hey, I, i'll take it uh, definitely i just wasn't on the track i guess at the time he was on it <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so, yeah you gotta love buddy races they're always a, re a really good relaxing day um i did a buddy race for the first time last year and uh it, it was just a fun time, like because you really there's no pressure to do good. There's, I mean, you always still want to do good, but uh, we had a good time. Like uh, our good buddy Craig Castor, that was his first uh, race in quite some time, and he had a blast. I mean, you couldn't wipe the smile off his face after that one. Yeah, there's nothing. Uh, it's just it's a cool atmosphere. If you ever done one, just do it. It's just so relaxing and riding, and there's no like you know everybody wants to win just to be there, but it's not. I I, I saw. Someone else was doing a, a buddy race uh, at a different state. And what they did, which I thought would be pretty cool, they had to – every time they came in, they had to put a, take a skirt off and put a skirt on. See, we just did – we did we did a tag. <laughs> they had like a skirt. They would 
literally yeah. have to get off the bike, put yeah. the skirt on, and then get back on the bike that's and funny. take off. See, that's like true like buddy <laughs> buddy race material right there. Like last year we had to uh, do a running start. Yeah, we did. You, did, did you yeah, do a running start yeah, this week? Yeah. Okay, that was awesome. I'll tell you about that in a second. <laughs> the running start that we did, like, you know, whenever he would signal for that line to go, like he would say, okay, you had to do five push-ups, and then the next line had to do five push-ups and five jumping jacks. And and uh, my line was supposed to do five push-ups and five jumping jacks, but I did three and a half push-ups and maybe four jumping jacks. <laughs> I got a little got a little head start. Got, but, got a know. dock you a little bit. Got a dock you. You're lucky I wasn't there. I dock you a lap. <laughs> a full lap. A full lap. That's rough, man. Yeah, you can't cheat those push-ups, man. Yeah. Uh, but our running start, it was funny. Uh, we just, you know, I'm a bigger guy a little bit, and Danny was holding my bike, and when the green flag dropped after the race, he's like. Man, when he waved that flag, he's like, I kind of got scared. He looked like a big old fullback running at me. He's like, if hopefully he doesn't miss the bike and hit me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, so, um, so I'm guessing Duvall and his dad took the win. In the father and the son. Okay. But overall, they didn't. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I saw his post about that, and that you know, was pretty awesome. Uh, talked about having fun and you know, first race in a while that he's not raced for money. So like, you know, that's the roots of the sport, what it's really about. And just out there having fun, especially with your dad. I mean, not many people can say they got to, to do a race with their dad. And that, you know, that's pretty awesome aspect there too. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool to see a guy like him. that's as fast and, you know, pro rider and stuff just to be out, just hanging out and, and keeping it chill with his dad and, and getting, getting time in like that. And, and, and well, actually me and Dan talked to him a little bit, um, He's doing good. He said he's on a you know, pretty strict training right now and, and stuff and getting in shape. Yeah, I can't wait till we can see him back lining up on uh, pro, pro Row for GNCC races. That'll be that'll be awesome. This year's been really missed without Thad out there uh, representing the West Virginia boys. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, he's fast. You know, I think he was giving uh, Russell a run for his money there. So if he can just stay healthy and and keep everything going, I think I think he has a good shot. Right. And I know you weren't there Sunday, but the quads ran the uh, same GP um, um, team team race on Sunday. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Josh Merritt and Lee, um, I'm sorry, Levi Cohen, uh, who took that uh, team overall for the for the uh, ATVs. Um, Adam McGill and uh, I'm not sure what his partner's name is. Nick Davison. Uh, took second there. So I'm sure that was a pretty fun battle between those two teams. That's some pretty fast guys out there. Yeah, I think Adam actually had the 250R out. <laughs> he did. I saw that. you got to love that when I he actually, does that. On the way back, I actually passed. Uh, they were heading out there, and I saw the 250R in the back of the trailer. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> he was heading out the night before? Yeah, it looked like uh, when I was coming back down the Route 50 there, uh, I saw the truck him pulling out around Doddridge County. There, oh, okay, so sweet. I was I was always sending you a text like, "Hey, you want to throw the bike? We'll go share." But <laughs> man, I wanted to. I wanted. <laughs> we got to do a team race sometime soon. Get you back on a on a quad. I don't know. I don't know if you want me on a bike anytime soon. So <laughs> we got to uh, do a lot of work with you first. We got to practice. Got to get some practice in on the bike before I can do a team race on the bike. <laughs> we'll find a ragged out 125 and let you ride it. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so there was some other big races this weekend that uh, that we were keeping a close eye on. One of them being the ATV motocross race. Uh, they were at the Three Palms um, 
race, which was in Texas. And uh, that, that, that was their first time at this venue. Um, don't have a lot of footage that we got to watch from that race just yet, but I, you know, kept tabs on it on uh, Instagram and Facebook and as well as uh, just looking at the results. And um, uh, I saw a couple of uh, YouTube um, GoPro videos of that track and it looked sweet. Did you get to see that, that uh, area? I mean, that track yeah. looked amazing. Yeah, I mean, the three palms, I, I mean, this reminds you, it was beautiful. Uh, it looks like it would be great riding out there. Uh, but there's a lot of nice tracks in Texas. Um, but uh, yeah, it looked great. And I mean, like I said, Thomas Brown on the podium. He was on the podium, but <laughs> I don't think he got to show exactly everything he had. Um, I think that he had a crash on the first uh, first or second turn of the first moto, which that always puts a damper on the weekend <laughs> when that happens. Uh, I was watching the live feed where his um, – his uh, fiance uh, goes on his Instagram and does does the live races, and, and she said that he he went down um, in the second turn, which then to come back to um, a uh, podium finish overall, you know that shout out to him for sure. That's a that's an awesome ride. Uh, you'd love to see him get up there and get to battle without having that incident though. Uh, that first couple of turns looked like they were hauling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it looked like a fast track. It looked so, like you can get a you know get those out get out there fourth fifth gear. Yeah, for sure it was definitely a quad friendly track yeah uh, nice and wide and <laughs> look like some good uh races like uh looked like they were able to have some split lines um um different sections of the track that offered up split lines able to to kind of weave in and out um i I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, rip it up films comes out with when they do the uh race review for that uh for that race but saturday um joel and chad split motos so no points won or lost on that day. And then Sunday, Chad took the win. And that – what a statement that is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I know Chad won on the first moto on Saturday and uh, Hetrick took second in the first and then they flip-flopped. Um, but it for Chad to come back the next day and put it up on the podium and – because I'm pretty sure Hetrick was the fastest qualifier all weekend, I think. Yes, he was. And then another fast guy that was really hanging it out there was uh, Bryce Ford. Uh, shout out to him for getting that podium spot on Sunday. Uh, that kid's ripping. For yeah. a rookie, he's he's coming, and he's coming fast. And, and it might not be long before we have a three-way battle up, up front um, consistently because he's – consistently been a good starter as well i believe he ripped at least one of those hole shots i saw um so that's awesome to see and he's getting a lot of good experience um getting to tuck in behind people like uh, the number 44 and number one right now so that's some pretty awesome experience he's getting right now yeah i'd say give him some uh another good off season and and staying healthy uh i i, I don't see why he couldn't be up there battling with him getting a good start and stuff but Plus, he's on a Honda, which, you know, <laughs> those guys seem to always look good and throw that nice style out there on those Hondas. <laughs> you get good starts. You know, you got that Honda Honda power Ripping. torque, and then, and then you know, it's just Hondas. You know? Did you happen to see that Area 51 video? Is that the one with the drone? Yeah. Yeah, it looked pretty good. It now, pretty cool. either there's a sensor on one of the racers to keep it locked in on that person, or there is one heck of a drone pilot down <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, I think um, some of those drones you can 
like get it to where it'll follow it'll, you. Like, follow right. you. But that thing was coming like in close and yeah. pulling out. So I think somebody was driving it. Didn't it look like a video game almost? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was it was pretty cool. You have to might have to share that leak on Instagram or something or somehow. Yeah, so shout out to Area fifty one for that video. Um that was uh, I commented on that video uh, from our Instagram page, and uh, I was like, this is awesome. Like, I'd love to see more of that. Oh, yeah. And if they can figure out how to do that with the, like, it, like live videos, and, like, at GNCC, you, you're seeing drone footage uh, on the uh, Racer TV app. Um, or not the app, but the Racer TV broadcast, you're seeing some drone footage, uh, but it's more of a, like a high aerial stuff. I mean, obviously you can't really get <laughs> over the trees. trees. <laughs> you, that'd be some insane drone F- piloting. Field sections would be pretty cool, some big field sections. Right, but. well, they they have that now, and that's how they actually got the shot of uh, where uh, Caleb Russell passed Stu Baylor um, in Georgia for that win. Uh, uh, that was caught from a drone footage, but it was pretty high up. So, you know, you get that nice aerial shot. Man, isn't it awesome the way that we're able to watch racing nowadays with, you know, drones and multiple camera angles? I mean, back in the day, like, could you imagine if you could have, like, watched, like, the Blackwater 100 <laughs> from a drone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty neat. I mean, uh, if you ever watch some old races and stuff, you're, like, black and white, like – you just no one really follow like you just got like still shots of yeah of the track and yeah. stuff it was it's 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 awesome how much technology has helped us out in that in racing it oh yeah although speaking of the blackwater 100 i believe i could be wrong but i think i've seen on youtube where they did have like helicopters in there <laughs> like back in the day you sure there's one police helicopter it may <laughs> may have been may have been some police helicopters <laughs> so um yeah just want to uh, Let's talk about that championship, though. Do you think it's over? We got two motos left. Yeah, there's just one race left. Uh, two motos uh, comes down down to it. I think Weenan is going to have to have a big mistake for Hitchcock to pull it off. Um, but it's racing, so anything can happen. It's a ten point deficit. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you hate to see it come down to a mechanical, but let's be honest. The past two years, that's what's happened. Yeah. As a mechanical, either in the last round or the round before the last. Um, I mean, you don't – that's that's part of racing, but you never want to see it come down to that. But I guess, you know, uh, Hetrick's already had his mechanical for the year, so, yeah, you know. It could go either way. I mean, that's just racing. Got to line them up. But yeah. if you're going to count on a mechanical for uh, to take weaning out, <laughs> I mean, you might as well be – you know, yeah. counting your lucky stars too, because <laughs> he's got a, he's got a great mechanic. Uh, so uh, Chad Weenan is his mechanic, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he builds no, his. Own, he does a lot uh, of his own work, right? Nate, I can't remember his last name. Nate something, and, I, and it's right there. I have to look it up. But, but he builds his own machines. Weenan does. I'm pretty sure he builds his own machines. He might. He might. See, I thought I thought he stole Thomas Brown's mechanic when Brown was, <clears throat> and they were. I can't remember. I'll have to look it up, and we'll have to. Look, but I'm pretty sure it's Nate, because uh, when I was talking to Weenan one time about getting uh, some work done, he actually sent me to get give me okay, a number gotcha. to call that guy. I'm, for some reason, I feel like um, I've listened to in podcasts before that he does a lot of his own. Now, I'm sure he has a mechanic at the track with him those days, but I'm pretty sure he builds his own machines, which is pretty amazing. I yeah. Mean, uh, he, might, he might. Yeah, so that's that. That's awesome. But, uh, I mean, <clears throat> just back to the reliability that he has been able to put out there. I mean, he's broke down 
he had that chain break last year, which cost him the championship, and that was really the only DNF for a uh, mechanic issue or any DNF that he's had in, in a long, long, long time. Yeah. So um, uh, you just talk about like a solid rock. So, And I think a lot of that is also his riding style because, you know, he's somebody that you look at and when you watch him, it's like, he's not really trying very hard. It doesn't look like he's trying very hard. So it looks like he's really able to take care of the machine out there and still keep the pace that he's running. Yeah. He's a tall guy. So like he just, um, he kind of has that Ryan Dungey, Mr. Consistent, uh, don't take a lot of chances. And Hetrick looks like Barsha out yeah, there. Yeah. Hetrick's <laughs> like, dude, like, like if you watch some of that footage from Mary 51, Hetrick's inside, outside, every which way, trying to find a way to get around. On Chad. the rev limit yeah, everywhere. Yeah, he's just everywhere. Like, yeah. You know, Chad's out there. looks like he's just for a Sunday drive a little bit and yeah, still so, pulls it off. I mean, <clears throat> there's always a chance that, uh, that Hetrick comes out and is able to uh, – Able to take the win. I mean, he's obviously going to have to go one-one and then hope for some uh, some mistakes from uh, from um, from Chad. But you know, that's that's not likely. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at this point. If they had a couple more races, if they had two races left, it would be up. I think Chad. I think Chad's got it wrapped up pretty tight. He, he Hetrick really needed to sweep this weekend. Yeah. Um, and for. For Chad to be able to go out there, um, especially with this track looking like the way it looked, just from the um, just from the films that we saw, it looked like it was kind of a uh, a style track that would suit uh, Hetrick, uh, fast, open, able to really hang it out there, and um, for Chad to be able to go out there and make that statement, I mean, because you know for years the 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 narrative has been, well, yeah, Chad's Mister Consistent, but. Joel's got the speed. If he wouldn't have, you know, a crash here or a mechanical failure there, uh, Joel's by far the fastest one. And, um, you know, not so fast because, because Chad, Chad just showed up and, <laughs> and was able to uh, show off with uh, the, that uh, two out of three wins over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah like I said, you never count out old, uh, Chad Weenan. So, uh, but it should be interesting. So let's hopefully the gates will fall and see where the cards lay. Yeah, absolutely. We're looking forward to that finale coming up, and we'll be covering it when it comes up. Uh, we'll kind of do maybe a more in-depth of the entire season and the rest of the class. But um, I tell you what, how about Millville? That was – it's um, if you haven't watched the races, you guys just need to go back and watch Moto 1 and 2 for both. Because is, is Millville the best track on, on the, in the series? Uh, those big downhills and I tell you what, Baggett was just hanging it out going down those hills. And Martin. And Jer Martin. Jeremy Martin. Oh, my god. Which, gosh. I mean, that is where he grew up. I mean, he's used to those hills. But those guys were just sending it down there. Right. Well, yeah, let, since we're going to Millville, let's just go ahead and start covering the 250 class there. Um, yeah, I mean, All right, that hold on. second. Before you, before you start, I told you Dylan Fernandez was going to work on those starts all week. And you said you are going to be able to out – Hole shot him. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes out and, and gets great starts. <laughs> I still think. I still – okay, I'll give you that. I called him winning this week, though. You did, but you did. I think you had to come from the back, though, because that's like Fernandez is going to be working on starts all week, and you're like, no, nah, I don't know. It doesn't matter, but <sighs> – I mean – 
he's got like a he's sitting on a rocket ship. He, <laughs> he's you know he's got to get one here and there. He should be hole shotting every single moto. He should. I mean, at least be in the top five. But <laughs> but I mean, so I know that Jeremy Martin lost the points lead coming out of Millville, coming out of his home track. I st- I don't feel like he lost momentum though. No. Um, honestly, if you watch that race, I think if he was on a Yamaha, he wins. Um, for you can watch him going up those hills. That Yamaha had way more power than a Honda. Jeremy yeah. was trying to scrub everything he could to get up up him. Um, I think he was a little bit out horse powered. Um, but no, I mean, honestly, he rode good. The, the first moto, uh, I think he got kind of stuck a little bit, uh, in that groove. I mean, everybody's running a good pace, but the second moto, it was, it was phenomenal. Like, oh man, that was one of the best, especially the last few laps where he was just hanging it out there and trying to do anything to get around, uh, to get around Dylan. And, and like you said, you know, you could see where Dylan would pull him up the hills and, um, but he knew he was like, he I just got to bomb it down these yeah. down these downhills. And I, there was one time I thought, there is no way he's going to go around the outside of Dylan. He almost did, he did it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was really impressive. And the reason why I say that I don't think he lost any momentum, even though he lost the points lead, the narrative all season has been Dylan's by far the fastest guy. And I know this is Jeremy's home track, and this is where he grew up, and you know he has one million and two laps on that track, and Dylan – doesn't have hardly, you know, just last year and this year. Well, I'm not sure. He only ha- he's not been there. I mean, obviously he doesn't he's not there yeah. as much as as Jeremy is. But, you know, Jeremy hasn't um he hasn't dominated there. He's not been a dominant no. force at Millville. So, I think that he might come out of this going, "You know what? I can run with him. I can run his pace, especially after that second moto." Yeah, um I think we got the old J-Mart back. Um, I think he got that confidence boost, getting the, you know getting a couple overall wins and getting that points lead. You know, it's as a racer, that's what it takes. Um, you know, it takes that one time. You know, you know, for perspective, you can go out and move up a class, and then until you get that, until you get that first win in that class, man. Once you do that, it's like roll, roll, and rolling. I think he's starting to believe in himself again. Riders are just such head cases all around because, <laughs> like, you can. I mean, even at the, even at the low levels that we race, yeah. oh, like, yeah. you know, like, like you got, I, you, know, you got one weekend and, and you get third and, um, you're like, oh man, like, I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And or what else can I do? I'm holding it wide open yeah. and I can't go and, any faster. And the next weekend the cards fall in your favor a little, you're a little bit and you're like, oh, I'm going to go up to pro row and, <laughs> and show those guys what's up. Yeah. It's just. You know that confidence plays such a huge factor in in how you ride and and you know how you believe in yourself. And I think that you're right. I think we do have the old J Mart back because he has been able to you know rack off a couple of wins here and there this season and get his confidence up. And then now you see him run with Dylan and and almost pass the guy they say is the fastest guy in the class by far on the fastest bike in the class. So you know. I'm really looking forward to these last several rounds because I think that we're going to get a real good treat. I think those two are going to start separating themselves from the rest of the pack. Uh, not saying that the rest of the guys aren't going fast because they are, but you know when you got two guys that are that have that same goal in mind and they're so close, 
I think it's only a three point separation, uh, separating those two. So, um, um, I, like I said, I think that they're going to be, I hope I would love to see them go, you know, get out front and just do battle the rest of the series. Yeah. It's, it's just going to be a great one to come down. Um, well, they got three races left. I think it's three late three races. Cause I think they have, yeah, four, they yeah. go to, yep. they go to, um, um, WW, mm-hmm. um, Paula is the last one, and then Colorado. Yeah. Yep. So, so those three are going to be good, and you know, <clears throat> Jeremy's fit. So WW, you yeah. know, it, I don't. That's a sand track, but it's not an insanely deep sand track, from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it shouldn't be too bad, but the heat usually down there is what gets you. But we're later. We're later in the year, yeah. so like where it's usually. Like last year, I think it was over 100. Yeah, it was like mid-July or <laughs> middle of July, and they're in freaking Florida. Yeah. Uh, it was so hot that Chase Sexton collapsed even, on the <laughs> Yeah, he couldn't even uh, barely make it. He couldn't even do the second moto. No, so, so. I mean, I, I think it's going to be like probably mid-80s, 90s on that uh, um, down there uh, for the next – for this Saturday. But that's nothing those guys can't handle. Those guys train in Florida – when it's hotter than that so that's that's a breeze that's a walk in the park for them so um but you know with it being not a not a deep deep sand track he shouldn't be able to be out horsepower too much uh my concern with the horsepower is colorado yeah i mean you know getting that elevation you know you could take some horsepower away um but he's been training with eli tomac up there in colorado so he might have the bike to where he needs to get all the horsepower he can out of it, so he might right. be an advantage there. Right. Remember that when it, when we get there. But uh, <laughs> well, I think they're done. I think he's done training with Eli right now. I heard that on Paul um, oh, really? a little while ago. So, but I mean, like, but he he, he was, was up there for a yeah. while. So yeah. he's got a bike. He's got yeah. a bike set up for that stuff. Yeah. And um, hey, uh, who called Troll Train <laughs> on the uh, podium? <laughs> yeah he did i'll give it to you uh he called Terrell. uh he was looking good man that suzuki uh you know that thing was looking good and he got a good start what are you more impressed with the i mean i shouldn't say more impressed with i'm really impressed with the fastest qualifier of the, of the day he qualified number one I yeah, mean, how yeah. awesome is that? Yeah, that's for great. the Suzuki. You know, for JGR, th- those guys need something to bounce in their favor. Yeah, so. they, they've they've been down been since uh, since I think James Stewart left them. I think James Stewart was probably like the last big. Uh, yeah, I think JGR. that was. A, uh, <laughs> I don't think that was a very good divorce there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, those guys need something. Suzuki needs something. Uh, they're drowning right now. Um, they need to. They need something to celebrate about, and uh, Amart starting to give them something to cheer about. Man, if you don't cheer for Amart, then just leave. <laughs> I mean, he's such a. He seems like such a good guy. I mean, you gotta cheer for somebody that has really been through the ringer like him, and 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 make it out of the, uh, um, uh, without a team, and now now he now he's on that team, and and, and I, I hope he continues next year and and is able to get that ride again and uh, and just keep on chugging along. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Mitchell Harrison was looking good in Moto One. I think he uh, I think he gave it all in Moto One to try to stay in front of Fernandez, uh, but he was he had it and he held him off for a little bit. So I I think was that RJ? 
Oh, I said Mitchell Harrison. Yeah, it's RJ. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're <laughs> I'm thinking he's Mitchell Harrison's on the Kawasaki. So man, RJ looked rough yes. coming off that podium, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Because I don't know what's hurting him, but he was almost in tears. Yeah. Uh, maybe his knee hurting him again. Probably. He was yeah. giving everything he had yeah. out there, uh, holding up. You know, trying to hold him off. But uh, you just knew it was going to be any lap, whatever. Because you know, Fernandez was just. On. Yep, uh, Jet had a Jet had a solid day. Yeah. That's a, that's for sure. Um, His brother looked good in Moto. Yes, too. he did. I think he he was in the top ten both motos, um, and uh, it's good to see him uh, kind of on the return because, man, that's got to be frustrating whenever you're just struggle bussing it and uh, and your little brother's out there whooping yeah. butt. Oh <laughs> no, uh, you know if you're a hunter, you're probably like, man, my brother Jet's coming over here and going like taking my spot over pretty much and yeah. beating me every weekend. Man, I, I want to see both of them do good. Uh, you know, the ball is definitely bouncing into Jet's corner a little bit more right now, but mm-hmm. but that's not saying anything uh, about bad about um, Hunter. I mean, he's a heck of a rider, but I think Jet is just something special. Yeah, I, that, that guy, that kid is, you know, he's still a kid, 17 years old, youngest rider out there, and, and he's already on the podium. So uh, I think he'll be in – give him a couple of years, he'll be on a 450 real fast. Yeah, for sure. So let's move on to the uh, 450 class. What do you got there? My man, Blake Baggett. What a show. I, I didn't want to mention too much last week about him because he's like that. Sometimes he just shows that flash for that you know that one race. But I didn't even notice Blake Baggett out there. What? I saw El Chupacabra <laughs> oh, out there. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tell you. Honestly, I thought he was going to stalk AC. Like, well, he did stalk him. I, I thought he was, like, going to wait to the last lap to put on a charge or last, at least within the last five minutes to put on a charge because he was there, and then he would hang back, and then he would pull right up on him, and then he'd hang back. And I, I just don't know if he had enough gas. Yeah. Gas in a tank. I'm, I thought he was going to get him that second that second moto because, yeah. I mean, that's, that's for the overall. Yeah, there. that's what I did too. And he said, like, he was like, I want that overall. Yeah. And there are a lot of parts of the track he was faster in. Uh, but I, got, I think he was just like, I think he just ran out of gas after that first moto and, you know, pulling two twos off. Two twos this year would usually get you an overall for the day. But the man AC out there. Oh, man. Starts. Um, yeah. solid laps. He just he didn't have that mistake. He didn't have the mistake. Do you think that, you know, we're so quick to say, oh, AC's prone to having, having you know, tip overs. AC's, you know, blazing fast. But, you know, here for the last couple of weeks, he's been solid. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean let, let's just take out that little tip over that he had trying to go around that lapper at Redbud in the last uh, moto. But um, besides that, I mean, he's been – He's been solid. He's been steady, Eddie, and um, um, I, I'm glad. I, I want to see him turn that corner. I want to see him him go because I mean, who doesn't like AC? He's he's a good ambassador of the sport, um, you know. And to go one one on on that track with that field um, in your rookie season. Yeah. Well, I was getting ready to say he's second in points now. I think he's what ten points down. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yep. Uh, yep. Fifteen points down with. Six motos left. Oh, oh man, it's on. He could, it's on. I, I mean, if you tell Zach Osborne, 
you know, I'll give you a 15 point lead going three, three rounds left to go uh, at the beginning of the season. He takes that all day, but I tell you, he had a 40 point lead. Yeah. Close to a 40 point lead going into this race. I didn't, uh, Zach, he said on the podium, he didn't see his team. He didn't know where they were. I think he, I think he was just saying that. I wouldn't have pulled over either. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's fast enough to where if he would have pulled over and they could have did a swap, he might have been able to make up positions. But. So I heard Jason Wygant say that um, when he first knew he had the flat, um, there was something like 50 seconds between him and 20th place, which is the last point scoring mm-hmm. uh, position. Um, he definitely would have been outside that 20th place coming back on the track. But and he's obviously faster than I know, 20th but, place. But what happens if they have an issue getting that getting that yeah. tire off and getting it back on? I don't know. It's kind of tit for tat. Like, At the end of the year. Because even if you're 16th in that motor, right? I think it was 16th. 16th, yeah. So, you know. What a flat tire. Imagine, flat tire. imagine if he has a good tire. <laughs> if he has a good, I don't. I don't think it was gonna because he he wasn't he wasn't moving through the pack on on in the first moto, you know. Yeah. But he wasn't in sixteenth either. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't in sixteenth either. I think he went from management mode at the beginning and, of the day to I have to go mode yeah. <laughs> at at the end of the day because. Um, uh, AC's coming, and he's got a head of steam, and he's got momentum behind him. Mm-hmm. And that thing that we just talked about, how how riders are a head case, I think that Zach Osborne is a major head case when it comes to um, when I'm on, I'm on. Mm-hmm. When I'm off, I'm off. And, you know, you can kind of lean on the fact that at least he's not riding bad. Uh, because, you know, the flat tire, that's, that's no one's fault. Um, but he's... He's able to to go into this weekend, and you know I feel like that we're going to be treated to two amazing finishes uh, coming in the 450 and 250 class this year, which doesn't happen very often. Yeah, um, I really thought Zach was just going to manage everything from this point on. You know, like you know, I think he had like a 40 point lead, and uh, you just thought it was kind of over. Like he was. Oh just yeah, going I mean, to. unless I get a start, like I can just strive to be, you know podium fourth fifth and i'm golden but mm-hmm. now you know ac's breathing down his neck and getting momentum and nobody was even talking about ac for championship coming into the day really no i mean who would yeah i mean, uh, I mean just think about him remember what was it like a like three four weeks ago when he was supermaning at uh <laughs> loretta lynn at loretta lynn's yeah. so um we're just like oh there's the uh rookie ac mistakes and then now all of a sudden he's got that head of steam he's got a lot of momentum behind him and he's going so yeah don't, uh, don't forget about the third place guy he um he had a little bit of bad second moto uh marvin muskan uh he took a tumble i'm pretty he sure took a little bit yeah uh, but he's but he i think he's only 20 points back he's not very far no he's not very far back either but he's st- like all season his narrative has been not been able to figure out that second moto. Yeah. It's been it's been rough to for him to to try to figure that out. So he's, he's a good rider though when it comes to the sand and uh, and you know we're coming up on the, down in that sand in Florida. So I don't know. Maybe he can make a charge for it too. It could be a three way battle going into these last six motos. Yep. Yep. So let's make. Um, I don't think we've made. Cha- have we made championship picks yet on this show? No. No. Haven't done it. Who's your championship picks for the 250 class? Oh, man. Ooh. Oh, man. 
I want to say J-Mart, but it's so hard because Fernandez is just kicking butt out there. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with J Mart because I, I like J Mart. Really? Yeah, I, I like J Mart. Oh man, you're always on the safe pick, uh, <laughs> and I I thought for sure you would go with Fernandez. I'm going troll train. <laughs> troll train. <laughs> He's not mathematically eliminated yet. <laughs> no. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go J Mart as well, just because. Following the leader. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know when you when you when you believe something. When you believe something, you got to. Uh, you gotta uh, stick strong with it. Um, I think that uh, I think he's gonna be able to to really just push these last three. And um, I think if any of the two are more prone to make a mistake, it's gonna more be Fernandez. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, but uh, the 450 class, man. You want me to go first there? Go ahead, you go first. I'll go Zach. I'll oh, go Zach. I see you took my pick. See, Did I? <laughs> I thought you were gonna go AC. I thought you, I thought you had AC, but no, honestly. I feel like, like I want both of them to win because I like both those guys. Oh yeah, they both are deserving guys right now. And maybe I want Zach to win a little bit more just because I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how many times he's going to get this opportunity. Yeah, and not saying I mean he could go for another while, mm -hmm. but I mean I have a feeling we're going to be looking at multiple. Uh, titles for AC. for AC. I don't know. I mean, you got Sexton coming up, so nothing's ever a guarantee. And Fernandez, and Fernandez. I mean, I so mean. you got to get it when you can. <laughs> and um, I, I just know that uh, we're going to be. Um, I feel like we're going to be treated to an awesome, awesome battle there too. So yeah, um, I'm going to have to go Zacho as well. He uh, he looks like the more consistent rider right now. Um, I mean, we could talk maybe next week. I might be changing my pick, but uh, no, I mean uh, Zacho. I think I think he pulls it off. Uh, unless you know his team's starting to worry me a little bit. They've been having a lot of uh, uh, side panels falling off, yeah, flat this, tires. They've, uh, they've been having a little bit of issues over there in that Husky tent. I don't know what's going on, and it's just with his bike. Uh, I mean, Loretta Lenz. They couldn't even get the bike to fire. He almost missed qualifying. He almost didn't even qualify for, or even qualify for the day. I know. How many, what's that phrase uh, says, um, after you have so many coincidences, it becomes mathematically impossible for it to be a coincidence? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something's not right over there, but uh, I, ho I hope that doesn't, you know, end up losing him the championship no, eventually down the road. Like but. back when we were talking about the ATV motocross series, like you don't want to see a mechanical um, be the reason for a, uh, for a championship to be decided upon. But with that being said, <sighs> I still think it's under the coincidences factor. I, I don't think that that that. I mean, they they just seem to have ran into a couple of problems. If it starts to add up a little bit more, then it's going to be like, wow, you're going to be starting to look at under a microscope. Then, yeah. But um, I tell you, um, I like to retract my statement about Eli Tomac last week on our <laughs> last show because I forgot I, to mention that that dude is just. I think he's just along for the ride now. Uh, yeah. You didn't even see him put like at least it didn't even look like he was pushing. I mean, he might have been pushing, but I mean, without being disrespectful to Eli Tomac, yeah, I think he he's is. out there just just putting his laps That's in. It. And let's go to twenty twenty one. I mean, the guy just won the the championship that he's been losing mm -hmm. for the past five years, and he just had a baby. Things are in perspective for him. And you know, like having a baby, that just changes your whole life right there. Um, 
I don't think the motocross series is the first thing on his mind because if you think about it, coming into the, all these other series that he's won, the last three, um, he's came in pissed because I just lost the Supercross series. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to bulldog this championship and show these guys what's up. And he doesn't have that edge this season, rightfully so. Um, but I think uh, I think you see the same old Eli Tomac come back out 2021. I just think I just think this year he's just gonna unless he gets a start, yeah, and gets out there and runs. I don't think that he's going to push that hard. There's really no reason for him to. He's not have a championship to win. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's done. Stick a fork in him, coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think this season uh, he knows it is. I, I thought maybe once the pressure got off, he might come out swinging a little bit just to say, hey, I, I still got you guys a little bit. You know, I still got something for you guys. But uh, I think I think you're right there. I think he's just going to relax, stay healthy for the Supercross, um, don't make no big mistakes, and just uh, ride it out. Um, One last dynamic for this uh, championship that I want you to, to, to food for thought um, I think both of these guys are in positions that that they have not. Uh, well, I mean, Eli held held off Ferrandez last year, but um, you know he cracked under the pressure um, of the uh, of the Supercross series last year. Uh, th- so this year he's being the chaser, mm-hmm. and and uh, Zach Osborne is being the defender, trying to defend the the, the points lead that he has. Whereas, you know, when you saw him win that 250 Supercross championship, he was being the chaser, and that's when he was being able to be aggressive. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, who's aggressive, who's, who's trying to maintain. Does Zach, ma- does Zach try to maintain, or does he try to be aggressive now um, and, and try to finish this thing off strong, or does he just try to maintain? I think Zach comes in aggressive because Zach Osborne is just an aggressive guy. Uh, come to the – you remember when he made the pass on Chase Sexton? Yes. I, I thought he was going right through him. I mean, <laughs> he was like three bike lengths back coming through a turn and cuts the turn and, and goes right at him and makes contact with him. Uh, it's just Zach Osborne style. Um, I think I think he's I think he's the guy that says, "Hey, I I'm going to come and just start to keep swinging." Right, right. Yeah. I agree. I uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, one more thing about motocross before we move on to uh, GNCC. Bam, bam, gas, gas. <laughs> yeah, bam, bam. Bar show on a gas gas. Well, that's what uh, it's supposedly it's, it's, confirmed. it's an ink. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an ink. It's an ink. Um, gas gas, as far as my knowledge, and I've and I've asked a couple guys, they've never in the United States been pro or in in supercross or outdoors. Yeah, so they're more like a trails bike or. But I mean, it's it's a KTM. But, let's but, be honest. Yeah, say so KTM is pretty much taken over that. Right. Um, I've looked at the bike. It looks kind of pretty much like a KTM. I mean, you see, you still look at pictures and stuff. Uh, KTMs are great. Huskies are great. They're both are all pretty much the same bike. Um, I think Bam Bam, once he gets the settings and everything, figures it out. I I think he's better watch out because those bikes are nice. They're, they handle good. And yeah, when he has motivation, he's always somebody to watch out for for sure. Yeah. And it seemed like you know his last. His last few years on the Yamaha has been up and down, not always been happy with the team or the bike. So it's going to be interesting to watch, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be interesting. And then in real, t- real quick, uh, Ryan Dudgy confirms that he's looking for a you. ride. I told you. I told you. 
you it's know, happening. <laughs> it's crazy. It's happening. You know, could could maybe Bam Bam and Dungy on Gas Gas. That would be Ooh. that would be a team. That would be a high dollar team. <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. You talk about a team coming in with a head of steam. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that would be that'd be pretty interesting to see. I th- I think because uh, Honda, I don't think Honda is going to have enough uh, room on the team for Dungy. Um, KTM's full, I think. Um, so I don't. That's interesting. We'll Husky, see. Husky's full, so I, and Cowie's full. Yeah, and then if you you know if he's on the gas gas, that's you know being a KTM, that's a familiar uh, familiar team. team. Yeah, I think they can probably make those settings work right on that gas gas that he used to have on the KTM and. Hey, go grab me the two fifteen, hey, the two thousand fifteen settings. I, I tell you what, I tell you what, uh, uh, KTM when they first started, uh, n- they never ran, won a Supercross race before. Dungey brings in the first Supercross. So how crazy would it be if Dungey gets on a gas gas and gives them their first championship, the first year on the? Oh, legendary, legendary status. Insane. That's for sure. So. Well, let's move on to this upcoming weekend. Um, the GNCC is going to be returning to the John Pitton race. Um, it's going to be a, a, under a different name, though, uh, but it is at the John Pitton track. Um, let's see. It's called the Burr Oak GNC, the Yamaha Motor USA Burr Oak GNCC. Um, it's going to be replacing Snowshoe on the round uh, this year. And... Um, it should be a, a good track. I've heard a lot of good things about that track. Never been there, but uh, uh, I'd like to go for sure. That um, um, that track favors a lot of uh, good um, Ohio uh, ATV riders, that's for sure. Walker Fowler. <laughs> Bryson Neal. <laughs> hey, hey, there's a name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he took uh, – Bryson Neal's the one that took the win at the John Penton this year um, already uh, where he trailed Walker Fowler and caught him, made the pass – and uh, finished uh, finished that race off. Uh, he had a lot of uh, family and friends out there with those. Uh, uh, I believe they were wearing lime green T-shirts because <laughs> I was watching on the Racer TV broadcast, and uh, it was awesome to see, you know, somebody be able to perform well in front of their home uh, to hometown fans and hometown friends and family. Um, so I look for that to be a stellar race on the ATVs on Saturday. Um, you know, Walker still probably having some struggles with that uh with that uh that hurt hand of his as well you know it's been a couple weeks uh i know but he lost half a finger i mean (laughs) hey hey, i can say some things but uh you know who needs that finger right (laughs) i mean i guess i guess when you're a uh all-world athlete you know maybe you don't but uh (laughs) no i i i I see Fowler come coming back strong as he usually does. I mean, he he's without the finger after he just lost or whatever. He still did a really good at Mountaineer. It's not like he was. Uh, he super- did, he did, but it wasn't it wasn't the dominating because he was up in front at, at a certain point and 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 didn't gap the field like he typically does. So you know, while we know this year's championship is over, do you think that maybe the guys, obviously everybody wants to win and they want to go for that win, um, but do you think that next year motivation and implications have play a factor uh, in the upcoming rounds? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, right now people are trying to lock in sponsorships for next year. Uh, you know, what better way to do it with not getting on the po- – you know, getting on a podium. You get on the podium – 
you know, people sponsors like, okay, yeah, this guy's got some things going He's on. He's ready to go for yeah. 2021. I, you know, honestly, like we let's go back to the mind games with with a racer. These guys, their their head cases. So, <laughs> so if you know Cole Richardson or um, Bryson Neal or any one of these other uh, top competitors mm-hmm. for Walker Fowler, you know, coming into 2021, if they can go on a roll and let's say knock a win or two or three off to finish the series um that's going to speak volumes going into 2021 saying okay yeah walker won last year but look at me i was the guy that 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 finished the strongest and that's something to be said for sure and then if you're walker fowler you're like man these guys beat me the last couple rounds last year uh what do i got what do i need to do to keep it up or keep pushing and just to throw this out there McGill's supposed to be in Ohio, I think, pretty much all this week riding. Doing, doing that, that action off road camp? Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. out in Ohio, doing some working on that speed and, and doing some stuff. So I wouldn't count the old Gator out in old Ohio. Old Gator for 2021 presidential election. There you go, <laughs> the... Gator, Gator. <laughs> no, I think that uh, um, if you could see the Gator get up there and, and battle with them on that uh, on that track, I think that track also would favor him as well. You know, it's – it's not that technical like the Mountaineer mm-hmm. is, but, I mean, he's got the speed. Yeah. He's got the speed. Those guys have got the speed. He's got the conditioning and then the endurance. Uh, but I really look for um, a lot of those guys that that have been able to knock Walker off the top step of the podium this week to to step up and try to try to uh, make a statement. Because I, I feel like, you know, they, they want to break that record uh, or break that um, – that uh, pattern of, of of Walker just being able to outclass everybody and be able to run and hide from everybody. Yeah, I mean, uh, being back there in second and third all the time kind of gets old after a while. Right. So, you know, you you like to see him get knocked off once in a while. So. And there's a couple of your top guys that still haven't gotten that win yet this year that I'm sure they're they're you know they like at least want to finish with a win this year. Like your Borsch and your uh, uh, Jared McClure. Yeah, yeah, Jared McClure. He's he always impresses me. He was leading at that mount at that um, uh, that high point GNCC that we were at this year. Yeah. Um, he was uh, he was leading for most of the race. Yeah. Then he, I think he had like a break. Did he have a tip over? Didn't he? He have, tipped over. He had a couple problems with some you know lappers like myself getting. <laughs> in the- <laughs> it wasn't me, guys. It wasn't me. I was not the one that got in the way of Jared. <laughs> Maybe I got in the way of Adam a little bit. He kind of scared me the way he came up on me. But uh, it wasn't me. I didn't ruin the race for McClure. <laughs> okay, so dirt bikes. What do you expect to happen there? Well, with Josh Strang done. Uh, Is he done? I didn't know that. I th- thought he's come is he might be coming back is he coming back i thought he's coming back i didn't think this was going to take him out for the whole season that that shoulder injury i don't know i think he's coming back this week if he comes back um i still think caleb russell wins (laughs) yeah russell russell's probably going to go out there and do his thing uh do you think that um that stew was with the repeat uh no i I, I don't think he repeats. I think he's on the podium, but I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he. I don't think he wins. Okay, I. I'm with you on that. Um, I think that he is up there. I would like to see him get out with Caleb and and, and run with Caleb. I think that uh, that would be a really good test for him to uh, 
to see, you know, where his, um, you know, I mean, I know we saw where his stamina was at last week, but this is a completely different mm-hmm. type of track. You know, it's not as rocky and ruddy. It doesn't quite suit his typical riding style the mm-hmm. best where, you know, it might suit a Caleb Russell a little bit better, be out there just flying. If I'm not mistaken, the John Pinton is like uh, kind of where Caleb grew up riding a lot. I think I, I, if I remember, right, I think it's like a, He's a yeah, it's like it's his family's track. I'm pretty sure. I think I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right so about I, that. I think this is a Caleb Russell track. I think he goes out and dominates, but um, there's no rain coming, so it's gonna be dry, uh, dusty one. So I think he, if he gets out front, uh, I think he's gone. I'm also excited to see what uh, the local boy uh, Lane Michael's gonna do at this track because um, I feel like he's been trending. He's been trending on the right pattern, mm-hmm. uh, going upwards, and uh, I think that he might. Uh, he might start being a potential threat to a podium. Uh, yeah, um, especially with Stu getting that victory. Um, I'm sure he's probably like, uh, is my ride still going to be he's good to go? He's got a point to, go? to prove. Yeah, is my ride still going to be there next year for me? So I think he's going to come out um, and do really well, um, hopefully. Um, always like to see the local boy get up there, uh, at least in the top five. Yep, he's got one podium so far this year. Uh, but I look for him to to try to get out there and and make it his second podium this weekend. So, uh, before we close this show out, we gotta make our picks for the week. So oh, yeah. give me a ATV pro podium, and then and then we'll do the uh, dirt bike pro podium. Um, we're talking ATV motocross. No, I'm sorry, oh. no, the ATV uh, GNCC. Oh, GNCC. I was gonna say, I was like, where are we going? <laughs> sorry, uh, GNCC. Uh, it's gonna be Fowler. Um, Neil and McClure. Okay, okay. I'm going to go Bryson Neal. I'm going to go Cole Richardson and then Walker Fowler rounding out the uh, top three. I think Walker's going to put it on cruise for the rest of the year, uh, maybe nurse that hand a little bit. And um, I really look for really look for Bryson Neal to redeem himself after he had that mechanical breakdown at the Mountaineer and come out swinging this week and uh, uh, take this win for sure. Yeah. Uh, and the bikes, of course, I said Caleb Russell's going to win. Um, if Josh Strange back, uh, i like to see I, – I think he's up on the box at uh, in second and uh, Stu Baylor in third. I know earlier I said I didn't think Stu could repeat. <laughs> But man, he might. <laughs> I, I I just think it's Caleb Russell's track. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Stu taking the win and just shocking the world again. <laughs> uh, Caleb with a close second, and heck, let's just go Lane Michael. There you go. I think Lane Michael. I was going to throw him out there, but I didn't want to get too much pressure on him in case, he, in case he's listening to us, but I doubt he is. But <laughs> he, Yeah, he, he, he's probably going to be one of the ones we add for next week. There you go. Yeah, when, he, when he hears that he was on this podcast. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we're going to have to uh, close it out here pretty soon, but we want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, I feel like we're getting better at this. Yeah, it seems like it. Uh, make sure you share, guys. If you see us out there, share us up. Uh, spread the word a little bit. Um, it'd be cool to cool to see everybody listening. Yeah, we uh we want to see this thing grow again. Like you know, it, whenever we start really getting a lot of uh, interaction with you guys, we're gonna start bringing people on, um, getting some hot takes. Um, 
you know, maybe do some listener questions. Uh, we really want to, you know, have this thing grow and be fun for everybody. So that's the main thing. We just want it to be fun. Like I'm having a blast. Brandon's having a blast. Um, Are you guys having a blast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast. We're on Spotify right now. We're currently working on getting that out to all the other, um, all the other uh, areas that you get podcasts from, like Apple, um, uh, all those other ones i'm not sure (laughs) there's all kinds there's all kinds we're all trying to get it out there for you guys uh that way it makes it easier and accessible for you guys to listen to uh maybe one day we'll get it on a video and uh let you guys see our ugly mugs yeah (laughs) maybe do a live one one time or something yeah we need to get uh, a sponsor to let us uh get some uh get some more equipment (laughs) no 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 i'm saying let's let's get a uh let's get a nice backdrop for for us to sit sit in front of I don't know, like a but dealership you're, or something. You're, you're, you're pretty 450 over there. Wouldn't be pretty backdrop. Oh, we could do that too. We could yeah. do that's a pretty bike. I tell you, <laughs> everybody loves the camo. <laughs> you wouldn't even be able to see it back there. It's so it's so camo-ish. Camo-ish. It's just, <laughs> it's just like, what's back there? What's back there? Just not. <laughs> 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 okay guys make sure you follow us on instagram uh we're going to be starting a facebook page uh here pretty soon as well but for right now it's just on instagram it's the split line off-road page um we're going to uh yeah just interact with us uh we're gonna be sharing stuff some funny videos i just shared a video of my nephew uh <laughs> <laughs> he sent it man sent it over a little uh little wooden jump on his BMX bike. So, we're just going to be uh, sharing some fun videos we come across uh during the week and uh interacting with you guys. So, like I said, thanks again for listening. I'm your host Rodney Cooper and as always, Brandon Whitehair. Thank you guys very much and we'll see you guys next week. Rod safe. <laughs>